0: The school is out. Which means it's time for High Kids. Hello and welcome to Chai Kids. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman and I'm 12 years old. Coming up in this Ha-Kids today, we'll be talking to Michael Thief, the CEO of the Joburg Hive. Also on the show, we have Chai Kids Riddle to challenge your thinking. And some awesome prize from Laurie Park Zoo. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guests. If you want to answer the riddle or you just want to say hi, SMS the number 34519. The charge is at 1 Rand 50. You can also send me a WhatsApp on 062 148 2374. and please sign your name. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chaa Kids today. This is Chaa Kids for Kids Bar Kids. My name is Abby Feldman and I'm 12 years old. Today, Michael Seif is in studio, but before we speak to him, let's wrap up the riddle. The riddle was, what can you catch but you can't throw? The answer was a cold. Hi Michael, how are you?
1: Good, thanks Ivy.
0: So today I'm going to be asking you a few questions, you call cool it that?
1: Excellent, looking forward to it. I just need to say welcome and hello to the listeners and yeah. the kids out there. Now, I'm Michael Sieve I'm not 12 years old. Okay. I'm a bit older.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the first question I'm going to ask is what is the chiv?
1: okay so the Hev, uh the kedisha as a as a word and as a phrase means a holy society and actually internationally all over the world there are chav kedishas doing its job all over the world the jovchev is different and i'll explain it to you in a moment but the Hevah Kodeshah all around the world actually looks after Jewish burial. That's mm. the main thing that, that yeah. it does all over the world. And that's what the Jobuk Hev did for yeah. the first hundred or so years of its existence. Mm. It has changed and developed a bit, but I'm sure we'll get into that in a moment.
0: Yeah. So now, what does the Hevah do?
1: So today we, we still do the burial as as one of the the components, one of the things that we do um, but we also have other organizations all under the head that we look after and that, and that we run uh, and i 'm sure people are familiar with them there 's Arcadia, which is uh Kids, uh, at Arcadia, an orphanage or a home for kids as well as people, kids who live there, but also people come during the day as a after-day care and, uh, help during the day. So that's one of them is Arcadia. Uh, another organization mm-hmm. under the Khev is the Selwyn Siegel. People with intellectual disability or other, other disabilities at Selwyn Siegel. We've got about, we've got 120, uh, people at Selwyn Siegel. And then we've got two old age homes, which is Sandroom Gardens and our parents' home, which is, a, 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 as it sounds, it's, it's an old age home people who are, have either retired and are, are living there and are independent, or sometimes they are frail and at different stages of their lives, the Sandroom Gardens and our parents' home look after them.
0: So we know all, like, the big ones, old age home, Acadia, what are the smaller organizations that the have is involved?
1: Okay. So some of the smaller ones uh, or, or that wouldn't be that well known out there is uh, we, we've got the lodge in the square, which where people are living with us, so 110 people living with us, and there actually uh, are people who've got some form of other mental illness or mental difficulty. And, so and, kind and, of
0: like Selwyn Siegel.
1: But. Yeah, there's a, it's a great point. It's very, it's similar to Selwyn Siegel. Selwyn Siegel is more intellectual disability. Yeah. Um, and, and as opposed to mental health issues that, that, the lodge and square. But actually, we, we, we've combined them. They're, they're living separately, but we've combined them under one, one structure. So, so that, that is another area. Um, also in the age of care, Golden Acres, uh, which is, you know, on the campus, um, but independent living people who, who, who purchase flats and, and live, uh, at Golden Acres is another, mm. is another organization within, within the yeah. HEV. There's also, um, That's for people who live on site and at the, you know, Mm. people who live in residence. But there's also the community at large which, which the Kev interacts with and and assists. So some of them could be in the financial, so people who who need financial support and the Kev the chiv yeah. does a lot in, in that arena, and it's other people who need help for their rent or, or medical or schooling. And, and the chiv—I mean—we spend the chiv spends on behalf of the community about three million rand a month wow. on helping people in our community uh, with those kind of things, uh, food, etc. So that's one, one mm. other, maybe yeah. less known thing. And uh, maybe another one that, that the listeners or have you may not know about is our social services, yeah. which is. Also for the community, if people have difficulties um, either in, their, in their lives personally, with their families, with their spouse, we've, we've got yeah. a whole team of social workers who provide that kind of counselling and that, and that support.
0: So it sounds like you have quite a few organisations you're involved with, but what is the one you personally most proud of?
1: Oh, that's a it's a difficult question. I don't I don't know if I'm uh, allowed to ar- answer that. Um, the
0: next question is: What is your favorite child?
1: Um, oh, okay, oh, okay, good. I, <laughs> kids, please don't listen if you are. Um, so yeah. I, I think you know each each organisation, each area of the chiv that we that we deal with and that we privilege to look after, have, have, have got its own special uh, features. Um, if I think yesterday I, I, I popped into Selwyn Siegel mm-hmm. and if I think on a personal selfish level, when I walk into Selwyn Siegel, I feel like a rock star because everybody's, you know, say, coming up to me yeah. and saying hello Michael Sieve and, and yeah. actually, so it's a very warm environment from, from that perspective. But, uh, so, so I think, each area so within the hev is, is so important and critical for those people mm-hmm. who are who are in that area, but I suppose there's a warm, fuzzy feeling uh, walking to someones yeah. that I personally get
0: um, so you're talking about how uh, there was one organization where you look after hundred to like one hundred and thirty people, considering all your organizations together, how many people do you think you look after
1: okay so if you look at the people who live with us actually mm. within our aged homes within Arc- Arcadia and so on so you go, if you combine all of that there 's about almost six hundred people who live on uh, at uh, organizations so, yeah, yeah. so there's about six hundred people yes. uh, there are people in the community who we help, and we may pay rent for them or or in different areas um, that, that i 'm not including in that in that number mm. but but those six hundred or so people. Are, are, under the chev and need the 24-7 care and food and, uh, mm. whatever, the accommodation, the food, the, looking after from a health perspective as well. I mean, just as an example, yeah. the, the caters about a hundred thousand meals per month. So that's a lot of food that, that our central kitchens actually turn yeah. out a hundred thousand meals because it's three meals a day and, and th- th- there's a that's lot of people. Quite eating.
0: a lot of food.
1: Yep. That is.
0: Considering it's a community um, organization, how does the Khev get funded?
1: Okay, so it's a great point, and and that's where I think, as you say, it's a community. So we 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 have got an, an amazing community, as as everybody listening and and most people internationally also know and talk about. The Khev is funded by the community. If people are able to pay. For the services, you know, if people move into a particular facility and they, and they can pay, then certainly they, they do. And if they can't, then we look to their families if they can help and, and they pay. Yeah. However, about 70% of our budget is actually paid by our listeners, by the community. And that percentage is growing every year because you know, people are are less able to afford you know, the, the care and the services that we offer, and that's why we've we're fortunate to have the, the community that we do, where people are so benevolent and 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 we've got such chesed that they fund this organisation. Mm. I, th- I think one of the factors on that. So, so 70% yeah. Uh, yeah. is funded by the community. I just want to put a number to that yeah. because you think, like, well, how big is the budget? What what are we talking yeah. about? 70% of yeah, a million Rand, okay that's a yeah. lot, it's seven hundred thousand Rand, it's a it's a lot. Yeah. But we're we're actually talking about our budget for this coming year is two hundred and eighty million Rand, which means about hundred and eighty million Rand is paid for by, the, by our listeners, so thank you out there. Uh, by the community, so that is a huge, a huge challenge and a task for us. And that's why we've got an amazing uh, fundraising team and relationship managers who go out there and who tell the story of the chiv mm-hmm. in its entirety, yeah. uh, in order to to make sure that the community continues to give and that the comu- community ca- c- continues to be able to provide the service. Yeah. Also, just to say that yeah, they, yeah. it sounds like it's a huge budget and there's so many organisations. A lot of these organizations, after the first hundred years of the Kev's yes. existence, which was only burial, for the next 20 through 30 years, all different organizations, Arcadia, so Siegel, our parents' homes, and Gardens, all these different areas which were independent, mm. when the their own budget and their own situation was dire and difficult enough, mm. they said, we can't close the doors. Who's going to take us over? And mm. that all came to, to the Kev And that's why our budget got bigger and bigger because yeah. all of a sudden we were… Looking after hospitals, hotels, agent homes etc mm. but the, the the good thing for the community and it 's an important message uh, you know, for the listeners is that the fact that it 's all consolidated and that most of the the, the wealth in the in, in the community is under one banner, it means that we're so much more efficient we mm. as a community yeah. we as a chef, because. You know, there's only one finance department. There's only one, uh, HR department. There's only, so all of these different separate entities, when they are separate, there's a lot of costs and there's a lot of duplication. When they came under the hev, it became much more efficient. So that 280 million rand, if that was separated into all those different organizations, would be probably 380 yeah. million. So by doing that, we, we're certainly the community, is saving. Uh, I know it's still big numbers, yeah. but but at least we, we we're much more efficient.
0: And how long has the Chiev actually been around for?
1: So it started in eighteen eighty eight. So okay. almost a hundred. And you do the maths quickly on the side. Uh, yeah. About one hundred and thirty years. Uh, next year, we'll be one hundred. Uh, next year, will be one hundred and thirty years old. And really, how the Chiev evolved or started was. As Jews came, they said, from Cape Town initially to South Africa, and then when they moved up to Joburg and the gold rush, and yeah. there was a lot of people coming to, to the city, um, you we know, sitting around and, and actually thinking, hang on, we, we establishing a community here, and then there was a death. Yeah. And then they said, well, if there's a death, there needs to be a Jewish burial. Yeah. And, and well, what is that? Well, that means it has to be a Kevra Kadesha. Yeah. And a few of the founding people who were, uh, around and discussing, then said, well, let's start the Chevra Kadesha. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how it began.
0: And if you were to describe your job working at the Chev in one word, what would it be?
1: Sure, in one word. In one word. There's lots of words going through my mind. Um I think challenging. Challenging, challenging. is the word. And, and i I mean that word from yeah. a positive perspective i feel okay. it 's challenging because I sometimes it's difficult yeah. situations we 're dealing with, but I, I feel it 's challenging meaning motivating and, and quite exciting in in, in my you know, in my role. I get to see you know what i 've described as all these different areas and I get to see snippets of it uh, you know all the time mm. so there are Challenges in trying to make sure that we balancing everything from a care perspective, from the finances, from all the other mm. aspects, from the staff and, and, uh, the people looking, you know, that we're looking after. But I think it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. And for me on a personal level, it's been a, a great journey. Right.
0: And how long have you been the CEO of the
1: HIF? I've been there for eight years. I'm into my ninth year. Uh, Quite yeah. a
0: long time.
1: It feels like longer at some times, (laughs) but at other times it feels so much shorter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And where is the main part of the Khev based?
1: So it's, it's basically at Sandringham Gardens, the Mm. old HM Sandringham Gardens on that whole campus from, uh, corner long and George Avenue, basically all the way to the end of, uh, Selwyn Siegel on that, that is our main campus and that is where our head office is and uh, most of our residents, most of our uh, you know, things that go on happen on, on that campus.
0: And what's the weirdest question you've been asked?
1: Besides what you asked me a bit earlier. Yeah, or, uh, besides <laughs> this interview. You, you that, uh, um, sure. What's the weirdest question? I, I get, I get, uh, I, I get exciting questions all the time or weird questions. Uh, um things like, well, well, it's amazing how, how people think that the Khev just does everything. So I've been asked, you know, to uh, like whether we look after things that we don't really have yeah. got anything to do with. So those kind of questions. Well, I'll come back to you on the specific word, yeah. wordings. but generally, uh, generally, part of my job in yeah. my eight years' experience, not much surprises me because <laughs> yeah. because I get lots of uh, weird questions yeah. on a day-to-day basis.
0: This is four kids, 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 my name is Abby Feldman. I'm 12 years old. So here with Michael Steve today and we're talking about the Herokadisha. So I have a few more questions for you. What's your favorite part of this job?
1: What's a favorite part of my job? Yeah. I think for me it's it's the diversity, it's the, the, the challenge as I said earlier in terms of Try dealing with so many different things, you know, within a day, I, I've I try and plan, and I've got my you know, meetings and different things and, that I want to do within the day, and that, those in themselves are, are, are pretty diverse. Yeah. You know, they uh, can really range. And then the day plans out, and 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 things uh, really uh, that I hadn't planned on come up, and I have to deal with that. So I think it's, I think it's just a range of things that I have to have to deal with. That that, that, that excites me.
0: What have you accomplished that you're most proud
1: of? At the Gheve. I can't talk about my children now. Hey?
0: You can. Either one will
1: do. I can, uh, I'll keep the family out of it, but I'm very <laughs> proud of them. Um, I think within the Gheve, my time at the Khev, uh has been, as I say, exciting. When I came on board eight years ago, there were a few spe- you know, specific challenges. Um, Obviously, the money and the numbers that are mentioned, yeah. you know, th- that is always a huge challenge, but also to try and turn the workforce and, and get all this what used to be separate organizations to yeah. be working towards a common aim and to, you know, actually getting on a a, a Better and making sure that we we yeah. actually work better, so that our clients and the people we're looking after can you know can be better looked after. So I, I think that's been one of the the, the best achievements. I've actually had mm. a, it's good time you asked yeah. me this because we recently did a thing called a climate survey yeah. amongst our staff. So which means. Um, we get an independent, uh, company who does this, mm. and they ask the staff to fill in these questionnaires of how well the chev is doing from a mm. staff perspective, yeah. you know, from a staff member. You know, what, what's, what's good about the chev, what's not so good, what we should improve on. Mm. And, and we've done this now, uh, we've done this now, uh, three times. This is our yeah. third time we've just did it this year. We do it every two years. Yeah. And we get a little, a, a little taste of where the staff yeah. are at. And I, I, so now I'm busy uh, looking at all that mm. data and information. We can see that actually we are doing so much, so much better yeah, over the is. years. Yeah. So I think, I th- and certainly been a big it's been one of the focus areas, and I'm very proud of it because it means the people working in the have 77% of them, this is yeah. just the latest data, are very engaged in the GEV. That mm-hmm. means they come to work, they love what they're doing, and they're actually very engaged, as opposed to the score a few years ago well, it was lower. Yeah. So we're doing things right as an employer, and and that, if we're a good employer, the employees are happy if their yeah. goals and their values are the are same as the organizations, then it can only be good yeah. for our residents and the and the community that we look after.
0: So you were saying before how Selwyn Siegel was one of your favorites. So can you tell us a story about how and who opened Selwyn Siegel and how it started?
1: Okay, sure. So Selwyn Siegel actually... Named after a guy, a kid whose name was Selwyn Siegel. Yeah. Sounds like a typical Jewish name. Yeah. In the, uh, about in the mid '60s, mm. so so Selwyn had a, a, a severe, in those days they call it severe handicap, and okay. that was uh, within his bro- bones, and and he was very ill. His parents didn't have any place to you know, to put him in, or a place wasn't available for him to be, to take to be taken care of. So they started looking after him and then, and, and then they realized that there were a few other people in a similar situation and slowly but surely the, an organization was formed and they built up this organization really looking after uh, initially, Selwyn Siegel himself, yeah. and then ultimately it got called in this his name, thing. Selwyn mm-hmm. Siegel. As you come into Selwyn Siegel, if you come in and you turn right, There's a big uh, portrait of okay. Selwyn Siegel and a little bit of his story. So, in about yeah. So that, that's that's how it began.
0: What do you think has inspired you most working at the Chai for eight years?
1: I think I see the the best in people. I uh, actually uh, and. It's amazing where I, where I see that it could be from amazing generosity of of people who just want to give. It can be the resilience of people who who have had a tough life and a tough time, and and just to see how they are now on a, on a different track. I actually bumped into a, a girl this this morning who was telling a story to somebody else who has been affected and impacted, mm-hmm. you know, by the who who helped her. I mean, a young a young lady, and. I'm just thanking me. I mean, I, I didn't have yeah. a, any direct uh, dealings with her, but but it was amazing that she now is at the stage that she's at, and I see the best of her now. Yeah. And also, she's you know. So so I, th- I think that is that is really something that, that that touches me.
0: And you were saying how um you love this job and whatever. And but what do you think is the hardest part of this job? I
1: think. On the operations side, balancing how we actually, you know, deliver our services and that, that that's difficult, but I wouldn't say it's, it's the hardest part of it. You actually yeah. have to just, you know, solve that. I think getting in the money is obviously difficult, but people are amazing and we've got an amazing team doing that. I, I think, I think for me the hardest part is that actually there is a limit to what we can do. There's a limited budget, there's a limit limitation of resources and actually at some point, Whatever, at some point in every situation, we have to say no. Mm. You know, if we're paying for somebody's schooling, rent, medical and a whole bunch of things and they want one thing extra and it's actually beyond our scope, we have to say no. So, and and if somebody wants the Rolls Royce and we can only give them the Toyota, you know, that's what it is. Um, And and there's a responsibility that we have to make sure that we're giving at that level and, 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 and not beyond that. But I think it's difficult Saying no and Mm. dealing with you know people's expectations and they may be mis you know misguided the expectations and 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 but that is what we have to do in order to make sure that the chiv itself and that you know continues to exist and continues to do so much for so many people.
0: So you're talking about your favorite part of the job, but from a day to like day basis, what's your favorite thing to do?
1: From a um. I think what I really like is when I get to walk around the campus, which isn't, yeah. you know, that, that much, uh, because a lot of the time I'm, I'm you know, in meetings or in presentations or, or you know, behind my computer. But I, I think my favourite day, my favourite Part of the day is when I do get the opportunity mm. to, to actually walk around and see what is happening. I mean, there's a few things on that. One is it's, it's, it's nice to see for your own, you know, for your own eyes and, and see mm. things that you know, I've read in emails or we've discussed uh, about a project and yeah. to actually see it happening. Another one is that we actually see and bump into people who are recipients or involved or working for the chef and actually interacting and see what they Part of the the puzzle is you know we're a big machine and everybody's doing their their little bit and actually to be able to see that is, is yeah that's rewarding. Mm. I mean this morning yeah. as an example, I uh, uh, well, did a presentation to some guys in our operations so they yeah. look after maintenance and fixing things, but then. I, I swung around where the Nosh Bar and the Sandham Gardens uh, mm. dining room is because we're doing a big refurb. We're actually yeah. fixing it up and you know, so it was something that we had spoken about a month ago uh, or two or a few months ago and we've been working on it, but I haven't seen it yeah. for the last month or so. So it was great to walk through and actually see how beautiful it's looking. We haven't yeah. got the furniture yet, but. which is coming, but please go by Rosh Hashanah. We'll have a new uh, dining room and Nosh Bar that we've upgraded. Mm. So actually... Getting away from our desk and seeing people and things that the Kev does. That's f- my favorite thing.
0: And you were saying how the community gives like 70% of the funds and all of that. But how can a 12-year-old that can't really do that help the Kev?
1: Great question. So I, I think on many levels. And what we're trying to do is interact a lot more with the 12-year-olds. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think there's so much more than just money. Although twelve I suppose yeah. is a good age for a batmetsa and there are lots of or yeah. at thirteen and a lot of people do, you know, give their donate, you know, some yeah. of their, their batty money to the Khev, yeah. which is which is amazing. So I think there is maybe money side that 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 and and, and while we're talking about big numbers, two hundred and eighty million, it's all made up of Rands yeah. and Cents. So what you know, whatever the amount is, it's, it's valued and valuable. Um, but beyond the money side of things, and of course, telling your parents you know, who to give the tzedakah to. Uh, but besides that, there's lots of volunteer programs that people do either through the schools, or or and individually. Mm. You know, so through the schools, uh, we, we interact a lot w- w- uh, with the schools, and when they've got chesed programs or life orientation for the high school uh, kids, um, a, a great venue for that to happen. Is is one of the chiv entities, and you 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 you're bound to find something that, mm. that that you know that talks to you. So that's on a more formal basis, but on a more informal basis, is certainly our doors are open and the community come in and participate and uh, as and when they wish. Mm. I was just talking to my daughter who plays a piano. I said, yeah. well, there's a piano there. Come and practice, you know, yeah. a, 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 at San Gardens. You know, like uh, the other day we had a, you know, we had a, a few kids coming through and, and mm. doing their thing. So it can be formally or certainly informally coming and yeah. doing a chesed or just doing your bit because, you know, in the big picture, when you, when we're talking about money and all that, that's one factor. Mm. But the, the other side is when you talk about the individual, when you connect, with an individual who may be lonely or who just, and yeah. I, I think there's a different energy that, that kids in particular can bring to yeah. our organization and we welcome that.
0: So like you see all these like batty programs where like you're saying how they bring people in whatever, but me personally, like can I go to someone Seagull, sit with someone talk to them or stuff like that or like, what can I do?
1: You certainly can uh, yeah. on, on, and just by yourself, you can just pop in and, and, yeah. and talk you know and get in there and and talk to somebody that's certainly one way of doing it. Another way would be to coming in there and, or, or contacting us and we'd, we'd kind of facilitate it a bit more. Maybe people aren't uh, e- comfortable enough just to come in and, and meet somebody new um, or, and maybe they need a bit of prep. You know, preparation, and then we can get the right, let's say, social worker or the right person to liaise with, so that you, you would be able to come in and and into uh, that relationship. I know a lady who I won't yeah. say who was quite scared of older mm. folk, of older people, yeah. so she took it upon herself to actually befriend an older lady. Yeah. And that became a regular occurrence. And every time I see the older lady, she always talks to me about that lady and, and how wonderful she is. So it's an amazing how you know that relationship has grown. And certainly, as an individual or individual listener out there, or any anybody wants to come in, it's, it's, I'm opening the invitation, yeah. if I may, beyond the children. Okay, mm-hmm. so beyond anybody. Who, who want to do their bit and interact and is welcome to do so. They just rock up yeah. and do it. And if they want to be, uh, to be facilitated, we've got one particular lady who works with us, Yali, who, who'd be a good liaison yeah. to, to organize that.
0: Do you mind? Can you give us like contact details of Salwyn Siegel and stuff so we can, our listeners can come out and help and do all of that?
1: Yeah. Certainly. I, I think the, the easiest would be because we've got yeah. so many different, you know, areas. I think it would be probably easiest to, uh, consolidate that to one, to one yeah. contact yeah. person. And that person would be able to, after hearing from you exactly, you know, from yeah. each individual where they would what want to, to volunteer yeah. or to be involved, they can then pass it on. So yeah. it's actually Yali would be the, the, yeah. the right person. Uh, Shall I give it over yeah. now? Okay. So, yeah. so her email yeah. is Yali F. F okay. for Friedman, Yali F, and it's Y-A-L-I-F. Okay. At Z A. Okay. So that, that's that, and her, she's got a, her cell number yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a work cell number, so I'm happy to give yeah. it out.
0: Yeah, I she was okay too.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a work one, so it's okay. 087-809-4459. Yeah. 87 and it's F at So that she could coordinate and liaise and, and do great things for you individually and also uh, with the schools.
0: Thank you so much for coming in today. Um, we'll, we're going to play a song and then we'll get back to everything.
1: Thank you very much.